0: I'm Jamelyn Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 65, Confusion. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I recently had a few conversations with some young adults that feel like they are really indecisive. That's the word that they use to describe themselves. Like, I'm just so indecisive. I just don't know what to do. And of course, I don't just hear this from young adults. I hear this from a lot of different people. And I've said it a lot of times myself, right? I just don't know what to do. But what I want you to know is that it isn't some kind of personality defect that makes us indecisive or feel like we never know what to do. We're just indulging in confusion. So I just want to take a minute to talk about indulgent emotions, okay? So when something is self-indulgent, it's this tendency to do exactly what you want to do, especially when it involves pleasure or idleness. And for this example, idleness is the key because indulgent emotions are emotions that keep us from doing anything. Doubt is an indulgent emotion. Overwhelm is an indulgent emotion. And and today the indulgent emotion we're going to talk about is confusion. These types of emotions are indulgent because they're emotions we choose to stay in because they keep us stuck or idle. They keep us from having to make a decision or from having to act. Confusion is indulgent because as long as we're confused, we don't have to do anything. Now, confusion is for sure one of my number one indulgent emotions and has been a go-to for me for a long time. And I didn't realize that for a long time, but as I've been coached more and more in my life, my coach would get on here and say to you, confusion is probably the number one thing she calls me out on all the time. You're just being confused. And even though I hate feeling confused and hate feeling like I don't know what to do, as long as I feel confused, I don't have to do anything. Now, I'm not super conscious that I'm trying to keep myself stuck until someone points it out to me. And then once I see it for what it is, then I can ask myself, okay, why am I choosing to be confused here? What am I afraid of? What am I trying to avoid? Now, here's a really good indicator that you're stuck in confusion. When you say the words, I don't know, Now, of course there are times when you seriously don't know something. So if one of my kids was to ask me, which country in the world has the highest crime rate? I legitimately do not know the answer to that. I know where I can find the answer to that, but I don't know the answer. And so it isn't indulgent for me to say, I don't know. But when my coach asks me, how many offers are you gonna make this week? And I say, "I I don't know. That is indulging in confusion because the more I'm confused by that question, the less likely I will be to take any action, and making offers is uncomfortable for me, so I want to avoid making offers, even though I know that's the way to grow my business, but I want to avoid taking the action because it's uncomfortable, so I stay in confusion. Confusion really feels useful, especially when your subconscious is afraid of taking action. So let's talk a little bit more about why in the world anyone wants to be confused. So like I just said, being confused stops you from having to take action. So if you have something to do that is scary or uncomfortable or you find really hard, your brain may get stuck in confusion. Now I've coached people who know it is time to leave their marriage, like they know it, but it's so scary for them. So they just keep saying, but I just don't know. And I've coached people who are dating someone that they love so deeply and they actually really want to marry. But when I ask them, do you actually want to marry this person? All they can say is, I I don't know, because it feels scary to get married. And I see this in even like smaller issues as well. In fact, I actually see it more in smaller things. Most of the time people are confused about things that are not as scary as marriage or divorce. It's things like, do you want to apply for that job? I don't know. How many hours do you want to work in your business? I don't know. So if there's an action that we want or need to take that feels uncomfortable or feels scary, we may find ourselves indulging in confusion. Another reason we indulge in confusion is because of regret. We just don't want to feel regret. And we worry that we are going to make a decision that we're going to regret in the end. Which school should I go to? Well, I don't know, because what if I make the wrong choice? Okay, and when people say, what if I make the wrong choice? That's just another way of saying, what if I regret the choice I make? Because there's so few times when a choice is actually wrong. Should I keep dating this guy? I don't know. What if we end up breaking up in the end? And then I've missed dating somebody else who would have been amazing for me. I find myself at a restaurant debating between two dishes, like, which one should I get? I don't know. What if I wish I had the other one after I order this one? Our fear of regret is so strong. This is why there are people out there who will research something to death. They're buying a new bed and they spend hours and hours and days and weeks researching beds. Now, I'm not saying that a little education is bad. If you're someone who wants to research, especially a bed, because of course that matters, that matters to me, then please go ahead and research. But I want you to put a time limit on it because you could research forever and never feel more equipped to make a decision. There are so many opinions out there. So if you want to research the best places to see in Italy or the best trees for your front yard, or the perfect car for your family. Please do some research. It's a good idea, but set yourself a time limit of how long you are allowed to do the research and then decide. And if you're someone that finds that the more research you do, the more confused you get, be on to yourself. Is research just your brand of confusion? Is it the way that you actually keep yourself more confused and from having to make a decision? If so, stop it. Considering all the decisions you have to make in a day, you rarely should need to research them. And just be honest with yourself when you feel the urge to research something. Do I really need to research this or am I just afraid of making a decision? Am I afraid that I'm going to regret my choice? Now, I have a lot to say about regret. I maybe should do a podcast on that, but here's what I want to offer you. When you are making a choice between two good things... You can decide right then and there that you will not regret your choice ever. Now, you may make a choice and it may turn out differently than you imagined. And you may tell yourself, you know what, next time that I'm at that restaurant, I'm not going to order that again. Or you may tell yourself, you know what, I think I am going to change schools after this semester. But you never have to regret your choice Regret is actually a choice. It doesn't happen to you and you get to decide as you make your choice that you're just not going to regret it. And that's a way that you actually give yourself the grace and respect that you need. The, the respect to say, I made the choice I thought was best in that moment. I learned a lot and I'm going to have my back now by not indulging in regret. Now, I've actually done this for myself many times now and I will tell you this, just by deciding that. I won't disrespect my choice by regretting it It takes away so much of the fear that I feel and it helps me clear my head to make my choice. So I often feel really happy with the decision that I make. And there are times like at a restaurant where I am disappointed with the meal I ordered and I just remind myself, no regrets. I just learned what I'm not going to order next time. And truly, when we're choosing between two really good things, the outcome is most likely always going to be good. Most of the time, the only reason it ever feels bad is because we think we should have regret. If you take regret off the table and decide you just won't indulge in it, you will find yourself really happy with the decisions you make. Now, this next reason we indulge in confusion is actually connected to our fear of regret. And that is that We indulge in confusion because we're afraid that we won't be nice to ourselves if we make the quote unquote wrong choice. So not only are we afraid that we will regret the decision we made, we don't trust ourselves to be kind to us about it because we start to shame ourselves. We tell ourselves that, you know, you're a terrible decision maker or you just can't be trusted to think things through. We also tell ourselves, you know, you deserve to feel regret or guilt or shame because that's what you get when you make such dumb choices. We can be so nasty to ourselves. And because we can be so nasty to ourselves, even when we're faced with two terrific options, we find ourselves locked in confusion because we don't trust ourselves to be kind to us no matter the outcome of the choice. So like I said about regret, I'm going to say the same thing here. You can actually decide ahead of time, at the very time that you're making that choice, that you will be kind to yourself no matter what. I mean, let's be honest. When we are making a choice, we don't choose the thing we think is going to bring us misery or disappointment or a ton of difficulty in our life. We just don't do that. So, why do we beat ourselves up after in a way that says, You set us up for all this awfulness on purpose? Of course, we didn't. Wouldn't it be better to say, Thank you, me, for making that decision. You had a tough choice to make, and you picked what you thought at the time would be best for us, and I really love you for being brave, and I'm so glad that you made that choice and that you've got me now. You know what I mean? It's just a choice, and you can choose to be nice to you. Another reason we indulge in confusion is because our brains are searching for certainty. We want to know that what we choose is going to work out. I see this especially as I've coached young adults. They won't choose a career until they're certain they're going to stick with it and it's the one for them forever. They don't want to get engaged until they're certain that they're marrying the perfect person for them who they're going to have very little disagreement with and who's always going to be kind and make good money and keep their sexy body and always put their needs ahead of their own and on and on and on. We want to pick a neighborhood to live in with a school for our kids that has no bullies or drugs or teachers that the kids don't like, because we want to be certain that when our kids go to school, there's no struggle for them there. We want to pick the investment that's always going to give us the highest return. It's never affected by the rest of the market or the economy, the one that's going to make us rich sooner than later, right? We want certainty and mostly certainty that the choice we make has no pain in it but unfortunately that is not a human life. When we indulge in a search for certainty, you're gonna find yourself indulging in confusion. So when you see this in yourself, remind yourself that there really are very few right or wrong decisions. There are also no decisions that don't have pain or discomfort in one form or another, because if there actually was a choice to make that was painless, it would be obvious and you would have chosen it right away. So you need to just make a choice and get comfortable with the discomfort of uncertainty. Here's what I want to offer you. Most decisions can be made almost immediately. I think there are few that could possibly take a few hours, and I think there are less, way less, that may need a day or two, and there are hardly any any decisions. I mean, you think about the number of decisions you make in a lifetime. There are hardly any that should take longer than a day or two to make. And those are the very rarest of decisions that you should ever really allow yourself to take more than a day or two to decide on. Now, there's some ridiculous numbers out there that suggest we make up to 35,000 decisions a day. That might be a bit high. I actually think it is, but I really didn't dig into the research to see, you know, what how they came up with these numbers or anyways, we definitely make a lot of decisions every day and we make most of those decisions in the moment. So I think that probably 98% of the decisions we make can be made right now. And I think maybe 1.5% could be made within a few hours. I think, I don't know, 0.4, maybe need a day or two, And 0.1 of all the decisions we make, maybe need a little more time and consideration. Now, these are completely random numbers. I'm just trying to demonstrate through them that I want you to consider how many of us, me included, spend way too much time confused about what we should do when we're dealing with a choice that really could be made in less than an hour. And the decisions that maybe need more time, the ones that, you know, that 0.1% those decisions you've probably been thinking about already for a little while before decision time comes. Like, am I going to marry this person? Are we going to relocate our family? Is it time for us to have a baby? Do I want a divorce? Like these kinds of decisions have usually been simmering in your brain, sometimes for years. So when it comes time to actually make the decision, you obviously want to give yourself some time, but you don't need years and years, okay? So the other week, we happened to have a completely free Saturday. That just so rarely happens here. And I woke up feeling like, oh my goodness, we have this free Saturday. But I was at a complete loss of how to spend that day. Now, there were so many options of things that we could do, things we could do as a family, projects that needed to be done, things I could have done on my own. And instantly, I felt confused, which felt terrible. Like, what should we do? I don't know. What's the best thing to do? I don't know, but what are we going to do? I don't know. Like the more I confused myself about this, the more panicked I felt because suddenly all of those things that I thought I could do were now totally out of my head. Like I, the whole list was gone. I suddenly couldn't think of anything at all. And even though I hated feeling confused, I was too scared to make a decision for fear it would be the wrong decision, the decision that I would regret. So I kept myself confused so that I wouldn't act in the wrong way. The problem was it kept me from acting at all at first. And then I caught on to my brain and what it was doing. And I was like, okay, I'm indulging in confusion here. What if there is actually no right or wrong decision? All I know for sure is that I want to do some things today. I want to get some things taken care of. So then I just required myself to decide what I was going to do right now. So I was like, okay, I'm getting out of bed. I'm going for a run. And then once that was done, I made my brain make the next decision you're going to actually shower and get ready for the day. And then the next decision, go through the kids' clothes. Next decision, go to the grocery store, stop by my parents' house. And in the end, I actually had a really great day because I just started to make choices and I dropped the confusion. If you are someone who gets caught up in saying, I don't know, I want you to ask this question, but what if I did know? What would I do then? Now, some of you are going to say, but I already said I didn't know, but I want you to challenge your brain. Most of the time, our brain does know, just like I've talked about. It knows, but it feels scared and it wants to avoid regret, or it's nervous that in the end, you're not going to be nice to yourself, or it's searching for certainty that doesn't exist. So ask yourself, what if I did know? What would I do? Or even better, maybe ask yourself, If I had to choose right now, like my life depended on it, what would I choose? When I feel my brain wanting to say to me, I don't know, I tell myself, you're not allowed to say that again. And I require myself to figure it out and decide. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes I feel like it's not even very nice of me, right? It's like, no, you have to decide, but it keeps me acting. Now I don't do this perfectly, but I have learned how to require more of myself and it has been so freeing to get out of the confusion and just start acting. If you've been a people pleaser most of your life, or if you're someone who feels totally disconnected from yourself and from what you want in life, you know, the things you desire, if you feel like you're a person who just feels like, I don't even know me. You will find yourself in confusion whenever there's a decision that you are left to make on your own because you're not used to it. Now, I loved to make my husband decide things as much as possible because then I didn't have to worry about regret or making the wrong decision, but that left me never really tapping into what I actually wanted. And even when I first started working on my desires and trying to figure out what I wanted in my life even what I wanted to eat or where I wanted to eat, I don't know came up a lot for me and it still rears its head every once in a while. Confusion became really useful for me because it kept me from actually having to do the work to know myself or to create myself. Because really, I could choose to desire anything I wanted, especially when I was at a time in my life when I genuinely had no insight into myself. I could have just been like, I'm just going to get super curious and I'm just going to try everything and I'm just going to decide I want that. But I was so afraid to do that. Even though I hated not knowing myself and what I wanted, I was so afraid to really see myself and discover what I could possibly want. So if you are someone who feels like you don't know yourself, but you want to know yourself, you're going to have to stop indulging in confusion. You're going to have to stop using it as a protective mechanism to keep you less vulnerable and less seen in the world. This is the way to desire. You have to leave confusion behind. I guess really the overarching message from today is that confusion is actually just a choice. It is a completely unnecessary emotion, and we only choose it because it keeps us from doing uncomfortable things. It keeps us from regret and from entering into situations that are uncertain. But really, it just keeps us from getting all the things we really want in our life. So be on to yourself. Stop indulging in confusion. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamalynstefancoaching.com, or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamalynstefancoaching.